good whiskey hey everyone welcome to our very first podcast this is the blue collar movie review podcast this is a podcast where blue collar guys talk about blue collar movies basically we were sick and tired of the hipsters on rotten tomatoes giving all the great movies bad reviews uh, and we wanted to do something about it we wanted to talk about the action movies and comedies and sci-fi movies that we love that we think are great, that people give bad reviews to for no good reason other than uh, they're just too cool. So <laughs> my name is Noah, and um, I'll be hosting this podcast as we move forward. And uh, I work for a tool company. I um, I manage the sales. And <clears throat> what I love about my job is I get to drive around, meet different guys, hang out in tool stores, talk to contractors, talk to business owners, and... Uh, keeps me plugged into the construction industry and various other industries. And uh, one of the topics for me that comes a lot in that is just talking about cool movies. Oh, did you see this movie? Yeah, man, that was awesome. And um, outside of that, I find that if I'm reading movie reviews, that a lot of the movies that the guys I work with enjoy are getting trashed by the reviewers, which I don't appreciate at all. So for me, I'm a huge sci-fi fan. Uh, I love 80s, anything 80s, really, 80s cartoons. Uh, there's a real nice uh, run on kind of dark fantasy in the 80s, like Dark Crystal and um, Willow and Legend and different cool movies like that. And uh, you just like called Willow a cool movie, Noah. Yeah, well, it's awesome, man. It has, um, what's his face? Who's in that? The David That's Bowie. Well, on uh in Willow? Isn't and, he in Willow? Yeah, what's no, the... no, no. It's Val Kilmer and uh, uh, Warwick Davis. Yeah, the oh. mini-me guy. Which guy? No, which no, one, no. Which not mini-me. Uh, He's not mini-me. Oh, no. Dave, no War... Bowie's in Labyrinth. No, Labyrinth. you're right. You're yeah, right. He, you're right. There's Warwick Davis. One. Warwick Davis played, uh, did a lot of this stuff in Star Wars. He, um... <laughs> For anyone wondering... Noah's kind of going on there. This is not a serious podcast. If you're oh, wondering, yeah, yeah. This is a joke. Sorry, it's going to be 60 serious, minutes with fast. Noah slowly whispering into a mic about sci-fi movies I'm and construction. Talk. I'll like talk smooth, to you about how upsetting jazz things are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Welcome to the podcast. Uh, I'm uh, 90s Josh. Uh, I love a lot of the stuff in the 90s. Uh, was born in the 80s, but uh, most of my childhood was uh, was in the 90s, so... Um, most of my movie references and likes and well, dislikes or whatever uh, will be coming out of there. Um, I'm a renovations contractor, work with my hands, work with people. Uh, so yeah, again, a lot of uh, interaction with people. And again, same thing. Movies come up, TV shows come up. And uh, yeah, so big passion. I'd be Elliot, voice of the hipster. Um I say voice of the hipster because I'll probably be end up being more of the traditional reviewer in the sense of uh, I like the weird movies. I like small sci-fi movies. Um, yeah, uh, I am a also a tool salesman by trade. And uh, 
yeah, and I love working with, uh, you know, people who are on the front lines of construction and, uh, and I love, uh, you know, getting them what they need and, and yeah. And you've done some other work too, Elliot, right? Like you've done a lot of work with machines, like excavators and backhoes and stuff like that. Like you have kind of a long history working on farms, working in metal fab, stuff like that, right? Yeah. Yeah. So come from the prairies of Canada now to the, to the wet wildlands of BC. (laughs) Just like Noah's mom. Oh, <laughs> already. First episode. We're already digging in. Okay, and I'm Truck Stop Aaron. I, I'm a simple man. I like movies. <laughs> I'm a simple man. I'm sometimes just got easy needs, simple needs. Um, <laughs> sci-fi definitely is right up there for me. Um, I'm a mechanic. Fix trucks. Get right in there with those things. Yeah. <laughs> You're a big uh, submarine movie fan, aren't you? <laughs> Loves Let me subs. tell you about some submarine movies. We'll get into that eventually. Anytime there's a large, long metal shaft going into something wet. Full of semen. Find, oh full of semen. You will find truck stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Noah has discovered... Has has uh, gotten to the bottom of Truck Stop Aaron. <laughs> and one more thing there. We are a huge believer in whiskey and beer. You can hear Josh there pouring out a wild turkey. What do you have there, Josh? What are we drinking this week? Uh, it's wild turkey. Uh, Kentucky straight bourbon. Perfect. So we are huge believers. Thank you, sir. Just pass me whiskey. We're huge believers in enjoying different whiskey, bourbon, scotch, rye uh beer whatever and uh we try and keep it cheap keep it tasty and so you'll hear us most if not every episode i think reviewing a different whiskey or a different beer yep that's the plan so i'm gonna kick this off the 80s was way better than the 90s for movies just way better i don't know about that it's a tough call i would i would say the 80s were great they were definitely great um, but the nineties kind of were a little more polished and the nineties had the best star Wars movie. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> I, you know oh, wow. When, when did return of the Jedi come out? 81, I think so, 81 or 82. Yeah. So in the eighties you have the tail end of the greatest three star Wars movies. And in the nineties you have the beginning of the burning pile of trash. That is <laughs> the prequels. I mean, I couldn't disagree with you more. Um, but all of the Star Wars movies are not are not great movies by any any standards. I don't think, um, and that's why I think the prequels are unfairly judged. Elliot, is there a tool that you sell that can fix your terrible <laughs> attitude and perspective on movies? Yeah, I, uh, cordless oscillator. <laughs> Just <laughs> uh, I mean, what? Like, I guess Noah's kind of talking about the 90s or 80s movies, but this is a great, as good a time as any to say that The Phantom Menace is not a not as bad a movie as people say it is. Why don't you get into that for us? Because I've, I've never heard anyone say, you know what, in a world where people are being accused of the fake news, what you just said might be the pinnacle of fake news. <laughs> the pinnacle? The pinnacle. 
Um, we have, I mean, starting off with Darth Maul. Josh loves the Darth Maul as well. He's talked about Ray Park in the past before. Yeah, Ray Park is awesome. So we're, we got that. We have Liam Neeson, you know, playing, I mean, probably like not the greatest Jedi ever, but I thought it was terrific how it came together. People were talking about how it was a bit slow. I mean, in the originals, you also had a bunch of old white dudes talking in a room as well. It's not like politics were completely absent from the original trilogy. But I just think uh, some of the action and the fact there was more Jedis than one in this. I don't like that they've gone back to this in the modern ones. That there seems to be like this obsession with like... There's never more than one Sith or two Sith, and there's never more than, like, one Jedi in the original or, like, the new ones now. I don't like that. I well, like, like, would you, a bunch would you of shit going on. that the rule of one or rule of two that the Sith has kind of limits there ever being more than one or two Sith? Yeah, no, I know the Sith is more, like, explainable, but I like it, like, when there's a bit more of a structure. Like, it feels like... I don't know. It's like a dystopian movie now where it's like they're constantly just at the edge of defeat. It was like, I don't know. I almost liked it when there was a bit more of a, a structure. You know what I mean? It's like the Jedis weren't thriving, but they were like existing as a culture or you have Coruscant, which is like a thriving city. I feel like partly like the original trilogy went in comparison kind of feels bleak at all times. It's kind of hard, like, to, I don't know, feel a part of that almost, which is okay. Like, you have way better heroes, I think, in the original trilogy, but the setting, I don't think, is my favorite. Yeah, I mean, I think one of the best explanations I've heard for why people really don't like the prequels is that it, not just that there's too much going on, but that there's... We're supposed to be following Anakin, but he's in it when he's played by the kid and when he's played by Hayden Christensen, he's just completely unlikable. Oh, he's a huge shithead. And he's, yeah. he's our central figure. Whereas some people have kind of theorized that if the movie followed or if that series followed Obi-Wan, we'd have a much more enjoyable uh, trilogy. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, you also have probably. What could what could be argued as the worst character in movies ever? George Jar Binks. Jar Jar Binks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's fair. I mean, yeah, I think we look back at it now and we, yeah, Jar Jar Binks is a mess. You know what I mean? But that's pretty groundbreaking technology, you know. Yeah, to use all that technology for that horseshit was a great uh, <laughs> <laughs> um When you were a kid, because when I watched it, I was... Uh, yeah, right, right, right. Yeah. How old was I? Oh, man. I was, I was, I was out of high school. Yeah, probably like a couple years out of high school. Yeah, so for me, it was just... It was, yeah, of course, the updated lightsaber battles, like with, um, with Darth Maul and with... Um, with Liam Neeson's and all that was awesome. But, but the Jar Jar Binks, like I was, I was way too old to be okay with that. Like I knew I was being sold a crock of horse shit. It's like the Ewok line though, right? Yeah. Yeah. And that's true. People in the, people in the eighties hated the Ewoks. Like adults hated that teddy bear people 
took down the Empire. Like, the biggest, what baddest we, force ever. What did we call them? The Tribal Teddies? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, people hated that a band of Tribal Teddies defeated the greatest Empire in the history of time. <laughs> Very understandable. But, okay, so what I want to ask you is, when you were a kid, how did you receive Jar Jar Binks? Like, did you like that character? Did you go out and buy the shirt? You know, or did you did you think he was shitty then? Uh, like, I had a... I had, like, a bunch of Darth Maul stuff. I don't remember thinking that Jar Jar Binks was bad. Like, I was nine years old when that movie came out in 99. I was born in 90. Um, yeah, I don't think I had any... I mean, what age do you really start thinking that anything is is bad? You know what I mean? I just remember how cool the lightsabers were, the power, like, the force... Um, just every, I don't know. It was more pronounced in those movies, I think, than it was in the originals. I mean, if we've learned anything as a society, it's, uh, child psychologists have discovered that you're so impressionable at a young age. So if we look at that and you've watched those movies that age, basically your whole perspective on movies is trash because <laughs> you, you were abused at a young age by yeah. watching those terrible, terrible <laughs> movies. Well, I hope as we move on, you know, maybe that's just a dark spot in my otherwise stunning movie knowledge. And, and <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, yeah. Well, like uh, continuing on with the 80s, Noah, what were you? Um, well, okay, so one of the things I was going to say, I'm a huge cartoon fan. And if we look at the 80s, we get, you know, we get. Transformers, G.I. Joe, Ninja Turtles, He-Man. We get these, like, these franchises are so remarkable that to this day we're still seeing new renditions of it, new Mm -hmm. movies, cartoon reboots. Uh, It's incredible. And one thing I got to ask you, Josh, is... What do, what is the '90s bringing to the table? <laughs> and I have I have a couple a couple that I love from the '90s. I'd take the side of early 2000s if we're continuing on this. Uh, well, decade battle. See, okay, but if we if we're if we're sticking with cartoons, there um, most of uh, most of what I was watching back then was was still cartoons from the '80s, right? Like GI Joe, Transformers, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. So I was still watching that. Um, you forgot about the best '90s cartoon, which is the Batman's. I was the Batman's, say Batman's yeah. animated yeah. series. Yeah. That was that and was X Men. X Men. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Now, so yeah, it was. It was not. Um, it was. It's probably more movies than cartoons that I draw from for the from the '90s. But oh, yeah, you're, you're right. The '80s cartoons were were just there was just gold there like they were just great mind you we you and i lately went back and watched a couple of the old teenage mutant ninja turtles and it was like they're not that good they were not that good you know and the I, cartoon and, yeah they're yeah. they're not very good and, and i went back and watched batman and x-men a couple years ago the animated <clears throat> shows and they're still good like they yeah. still hold up quite well so even like um so my kid, without my prompting, my son, who's uh, is five, has just glommed onto all of the stuff that I grew up with in the eighties. Um, 
tra- loves Transformers, loves Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Um, and you're going to say this is all without any input. Yeah, you didn't have <laughs> no, any yeah. input no, in that. No, no, Transformers, he found, he fa- uh, he started off with um, Netflix. Pu- uh, uh, so Netflix has, you know, they uh, has picked up certain stuff. Um, they had a new tra- uh, rendition of Transformers called Rescue Bots. And so he glommed onto that. I'm like, oh, okay, well. Here, you know, you need to see what what Transformers really is, right? Like, so he so watched. No, it. no guidance in that process. <laughs> no, yeah, <laughs> you no. Just, you so just well, he left initiated it out on the coffee table. He, he start he started it, um, but yeah. So now we're going through um, the original Transformers, and he's he's just loving it. Like he's just blowing his mind, and. Um, He's a little, I think he's a little uh, disappointed with Bumblebee because he's no longer this kick-ass Camaro. <laughs> he's this little VW bug. Yeah. <clears throat> but um, uh, Transformers, like, I, it, it's great. It is great. But it also, it's, uh, it's it, I wouldn't say it's aged as well as, yeah. as I thought it did. Maybe it's a nostalgia for me, but I've rewatched it and it's still it's still pretty good to I, me. Oh, it is pretty good. I still like it, but I'm watching it and I'm still like, oh, okay, I gotta forgive that. Oh, okay, yeah, so, gotta forgive that too. So what you're saying, Noah, is because of nostalgia, all of your taste in TV shows is <laughs> now complete shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, you know it, it's true. It's true though. I mean, I tried to watch uh, Ghostbusters, the cartoon from the '80s. Oh yeah, and it wasn't that great. Or at least I didn't think it was that great. We tried the Ninja Turtles; it wasn't good. No, I think Transformers held up really well. Um, I think Transformers had better writing and better plot lines and stronger characters, and I think that's what holds the test of time. I've recently also watched GI Joe, and I would throw that in the same boat as uh, Transformers. It still uh, still has, um, you know that 80s feel where it was like you know just feels like it was thrown together a little bit (laughs) like um you know like i don't know um well we well it kind of it kind of was because i there was a law in the states that you couldn't advertise to kids and then like directly to kids and then ronald reagan got rid of that law and so you had all these companies with all these great ideas that just all of a sudden, boom, it's go time. And so a lot of that stuff was thrown together, mm-hmm. like, really, really fast. Yeah. Like, they're, well, like... by the toy companies. Yeah. Like, right, yeah. that was, that was all Hasbro. Figure out how to sell it. Yeah. They'd go to, an, go to a studio. Like, I, have you guys seen the that show on Netflix, The Toys We Grew Up With or The Toys We Love or something like that? No, I haven't seen and, that one. So they literally go to Japan, come back with a, with a bag full of toys drop them on this guy's desk at Marvel and say, write us a story about these guys come up with names. You have the weekend. So the guys like the, all the names and the, the plot line was invented over the weekend by a guy. Oh really? Who's given a bag of toys. Oh, so it's not like a documentary where they're talking about the toys we grew up with. It's literally, oh, that's like, what it's called. I think that's what it's called. The toys we grew up. Uh, yeah, no, it, it's a documentary about those toys and how they came to be. And it's quite good, but it also talks about the cartoons and the comics because because those were all hand in hand. The 
it's funny now there's so much money in TV and movies, but at that time it was all to drive sales of toys. Hmm. And maybe it still is. I don't know. And like Star Wars had a massive, uh, like how much, like Star Wars, I'm pretty sure made more money on toys than. That, yeah. That was the leading thing on the first episode of this show that he's talking oh, is about. It? Okay. Where yeah. Star Wars made like $10 million back in the day at the box office, but made it double. They doubled their money in toys. When that was like a huge deal because of uh, George Lucas's deal that allowed him to take home most of the merchandising? Uh, I think, I don't know how it worked. I, know, I do know from that documentary that Kenner, the com- was it Kenner? That was the company, I think, that made Star Wars toys, that they had some sweetheart deal that was like... And all they had to do was every year pay like five grand or something to renew their deal. Yeah. And one year they just didn't get around to doing it. So their deal expired and then they lost it and they, they'll never get it back. But um, <laughs> so that was a big screw up. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, and then into the 2000s, I think there was a really good Spider-Man cartoon. Yep. Spider-Man's. But then honestly, I don't. Like what would you say? I can't think of anything that I that I really in the early two thousands. Yeah, that was a franchise like Dragon Ball Z. Maybe was like that was nineties. That was nineties. That was huge in my elementary school. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I grew up. I mean, this is. I get some of my late nineties, early two thousands mixed up because that's kind of the period of time when I was growing up with cartoons. But I remember watching Batman Beyond, which was pretty awesome. You had the black bat, like the black and red bat suit, and he was fighting all kind of like almost like cyberpunk type, like Joker looked a little different, and uh, and all the characters are kind of a little modern. Bruce Wayne was the older mentor. I loved it. That was kind of my intro to Batman. Oh, who? I didn't know. I can't stop saying. I didn't didn't watch that. Who was that? Who was the Batman in that? Uh, I can't remember his last name. It was Terry. But, yeah, frick. I can't remember his last name. But it was, yeah. Basically, it was like um, Bruce Wayne is retired. He's got this new punk kid. Yeah. yeah I, it was awesome. Right, yeah. It's an all-black suit with the red, with the bat, red symbol. bat symbol. Yeah. 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 But just the entire thing. I grew up, yeah, grew up watching that. I watched, um, have you heard of Rocket Power? It's like a show about these kids in uh, California who were skateboarding and surfing and snowboarding. And then it was just a great show, cartoon. I think the thing we, like, the early 2000s were just the prime era of Nickelodeon for me, at least. But, um, as well as Beast Wars, which is our my rendition of Transformers. I like Beast Wars. I yeah. thought it was quite good. There was a, That's even the one a, I watched. There yeah. was even a few throwbacks where they oh, had sure. uh, the ghost of Starscream and and uh, who was the one of the cassettes, one of Soundwave's cassettes? What Ravage? Yeah, I think it was Ravage. Ra- there's Ravage, Rumble, and uh, Frenzy. No, uh, no, Ra- Ravage, Rumble, Rat-Bat and, and no, Laserbeak. Laserbeak. There's, this those, is a man the, who's been watching his Transformers lately. Those are the three from the first uh, first generation. Oh, I know, man. <laughs> I no, no, no. Yeah. There's, 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 rat, there's Rat Bat and uh, Frenzy as well. Not in the first season. 
No, but G one covers all of the f- of the first three seasons and the movie. Oh, okay. Yeah, it even it even covers like Rodimus and Ultra Magnus and Hold on. Cup and Springer What's and all G1? those guys. Generation, Generation one. one. It's basically like it's it's well when Transformers came out it was the Transformers and that was that's just what it was. Well now there's been the Transformers everything. Right? There's been a shitload of them. Right? So now okay. they've gone back and they've re kinda renamed it Generation One. <laughs> Yeah, so the, that G1, I think, covers all the first three seasons and the first movie. Yeah. And, then, and then after that, I think it stayed on in Japan for a while, but it wasn't here. And I think that's, I don't know what that if that's considered hmm. G1 or not. I don't think it is. Maybe it is. Who knows? Someone knows. Someone's going to be angry when they listen to this. <laughs> There's always one. Screw you, you dumb hipster, wherever you are. <laughs> I also grew up watching uh, Pokemon. Um, that was a big show for a long time, as well as it, all of its copies, like Digimon. and Not that Digimon was necessarily a copy. But. I, I like Digimon better. Wow. I was a Digimon. Uh, I didn't play the games, that's for sure. As our I resident a, man a, of many words, why don't you tell us a little <laughs> bit about Digimon, Aaron? <laughs> well, these kids going into the actual different world, that was cool. Pokemon was just this kid that went out and started to, like, he could have been a dog trainer for all I could care. Like, sure, this guy, this kid wants to go and train wild animals. Fun. Digimon was this group of kids that got sucked into some vortex and into this weird world of all these little robot animals, robot slash animals, and they had to get their way back home. That was way cooler. <laughs> Did you guys watch... Like I didn't, I didn't watch any of those shows. I was too old. But did you guys watch like Power Rangers and VR Troopers and all that stuff? Not really. Or were you too young for that stuff? I watched Power Rangers. I I seen a few episodes. I was never. I never really got into it. Yeah, I was one of those. Like I definitely. I just never had any interest in watching it. I definitely saw it. I I meant to say, but. I think I I think I powered through how lame it was at times because I kind of liked the plot. Like after the first season, they kind of had a, a progressive plot with character development. I thought it was pretty good. You know, as a kid, you're there wasn't a lot in terms of plot continuation in the eighties and nineties. Yeah. Um, one little gem I think I've talked about it before is a show called Exo Squad. Which was, I think, a ten-episode uh, miniseries, and it's awesome. Like every show continues from the last one. People die in it. It was fantastic. <laughs> I highly recommend it. It was really good. I mean, in the same vein as Josh is now with his kid, I grew up on cartoons from the '60s. So, like. Like that's I probably watched more sixties cartoons than I did in my own era. Like I watched Yogi Bear and Looney Tunes. Looney Tunes. Yeah, wacky yeah. Wacky Racers. I loved Wacky Racers, which is like if you anyone who's listening, go back and watch that show now because it's like just an amazing look at how politically correct cartoons were at the time. Oh, it's yeah. lovely. Yeah, it's I, hilarious. My my brother got um, like a box set of old Popeye um, uh, cartoons, yeah. and 
it's it's hilarious because at, at the beginning of it all, there's this huge disclaimer. Like <laughs> we realize that um, characters and <laughs> way things are drawn are definitely offensive to some cultures. <laughs> we have left this the way it is just for nostalgia, right? Yeah. Like just basically we're just showing you the way that it was. We do realize that this is, you know, offensive. and so yeah. you're watching, you're like, so what's, what's really that offensive? Oh, okay. Yeah. They drew the black guy with big lips or the Mexican with big teeth or whatever. Right. Like, so they, they drew on stereotypes is what they did. Yeah. And like nowadays, like there's no way that that flies. No. And I mean, <clears throat> did he smoke on that show? Oh, or were those Popeye cigarette candies just a... Uh, oh, no, he totally smoked. Was he smoking, like, the whole time? No, I don't know about the whole time, but there was definitely... Like, to, because back then, tobacco wasn't a, like, it wasn't a thing. Like, well, tobacco was, was, a, no, health, te- was tobacco, a health product. Tobacco was a thing. Yeah, it was a health product. Yeah. yeah. That's the best. But, like, any picture I can ever picture of Popeye is him with a stogie in his mouth. No... No, I don't. Yeah, I don't know. I thought he smoked a smoke for some reason. No, it was a pipe. He smoked a pipe. That's what he smoked. Yeah, you're yeah, right. Something in his mouth. Yeah. Yeah. He had a corn, man, did he like have a corn you, cob pipe or is that Mickey Mouse? No, I don't know. Oh, corn Mickey cob Mouse. pipe. Did Mickey Mouse ever smoke? No, a corn Mickey pipe? Mouse Mickey was just Mouse extremely a, violent oh. to animals. He was always beating on animals. Whoa, was, he, was, was he always beating up Pluto, his dog? Why <laughs> didn't Pluto get the short end of the stick? Like Goofy know. is a dog. He's right. Like, but yeah. he's a dog man. Yeah, but, but Goofy Pluto... didn't get a fucking planet named after him. Yeah, <laughs> well, yeah it's okay, not a planet true. anymore. So revoke that. No, I don't statement. agree with not, that. Not unless Anything you watch Rick and Morty. In the in, when I grew up, if it was taught, it's a fact. The brontosaurus <laughs> is yeah. a thing. Yeah, the Soviet Union is still out there trying to take over the world. Yeah, you're welcome, Vladimir Putin. <laughs> and uh, the uh, the Pluto is a planet. Why would it not be a planet? What? What? Who? How much of a hipster do you have to be to be like it's not a planet? It's not. I think those hipsters they call scientists, Noah. Yeah, yeah. but why? What? What <laughs> do they have? Them. Why? What are they comparing it to? Like, where, why do they get to decide it's not a planet? I think the amount of gravitational pull. As well as um, yeah, but isn't that arbitrary? Like, can can anyone no, just decide? Gravity a, is a set in figures. No, but I mean number. Can't, so your the, mom um, is a planet. The, <laughs> amount, <laughs> the amount of gravity isn't that arbitrary? To just people can just decide what how much of it there has to be to be a planet. Well, they've probably found like asteroids that are oh shit! Look at that. That's spinning around the sun, and that's just as big as that. Like, what do they say? What's Pluto then? What is it? A dwarf planet. That's so the dumbest thing I've ever heard. That is just splitting hairs. We're never even going to get there. Just let it be a planet. Yeah. What's the problem? <laughs> I'm so upset. Mm. I'm so upset right now. Hey, what about uh, Nick Cage? What about Nick Cage? Yeah. I don't know. Just uh, like some. What? What are? What do you guys got for Nick Cage? But let's hear his best movies and worst movies. I it's probably fifty. You 50. can't. You can't. St- you have to say one of each. So you have to say oh, a good Nick okay. Cage movie and a bad Nick Cage movie. You don't best say one. which one is good and which one's bad, though. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you definitely have to specify. 
I, go ahead. The the worst one I'm going to say because I don't even remember the name of it. The Ghost Rider, where he's the motorcyclist oh, yeah, and the skulls on the yeah, just named definitely it. mine. Yeah, Ghost Rider. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm just I'm, I'm blown away. Remember the name of that one. Uh, Left Behind is definitely my worst. Have you seen it? Yeah, I did. Oh, you actually watched it? Well, kind of. I walked in, and my dad was watching it. Oh, yeah. My dad's a bit of a, you know, he loves it. Not loves it, but he loves, like, the eschatological, you know, theology type of thing. Well, of all the embarrassing things you could walk in on your dad doing alone in the dark, that's not (laughs) not the worst of them. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, oh, I wasn't watching Left Behind. Oh, Elliot. Oh, oh, oh. I was just about to Skype with your mother. <laughs> um, yeah, well, I was going to say Ghost Rider. Um, so Ghost Rider 2 so for So Ghost Josh. Rider 2. Yeah. Um, but uh, best movie... Um, I don't know. There, there's a few good ones from the 90s. Um, well, Face Off was good. Yeah, man. I'm going to take his face. Face. I want to take oh. his face off. One of the great title drops. Hey, which one did you say was your good one, Elliot? Oh, I hadn't said one yet, but I would say um, Raising Arizona. I think that movie's awesome. I haven't seen it's that really too funny. long to comment. Mm-hmm. What, what's the one where he's... I'm going to go backwards here because I think Nick Cage is awesome. I don't actually literally think he's awesome. I just appreciate that. I think he's in every B movie right now. He must be trying to make some money back after the tax evasion thing. But um, what's the movie where – is it Matchstick Men? Or yeah, Matchstick Men. Where yeah. he's, he's the – He's a con, con man. man. Yeah. That's a great movie. That is a good movie. Yeah, Aaron? <laughs> And you just spun around like Kramer. Okay. That makes me think of my favorite one of his is where he's a guns arms dealer. Oh, yeah. Oh, and he traveled Lord of War. Lord of War. Lord of yeah. War. yeah, that's a great that was movie. Good. He has his typical kind of um, character that he plays and he does these typical mannerisms that is yeah. his... His go-to kind like of he's half mannerism yeah, character. He's, he's modern day Kramer, but not as funny. Yeah. I'm going to I'm going to go out on a limb here and do something real different. Don't say something you'll regret. And I'm going to say I'm, I'm not going to do another Nick Cage worst movie. I'm going to do a Nick Cage best movie ever and it's going to be Ghost Rider 2. Oh my. And the reason why I'm saying that is because anyone who can trick the world to allowing them to do a second Ghost How Rider movie. How the fuck movie. did somebody like, you know, green light that? That's the, oh, best. Yeah. That's the best part of yeah. it. How does so, that exist? So the first one was shit. But he, well, like, let's do a second let's one. Let's do a second one. It can't be worse than the first it one. It can't be worse <laughs> than the first. If that is your reasoning for making a sequel, yeah. that's we can't not fuck great. this up twice. Yeah. <laughs> I, ad- I admire it. I admire that Nick Cage made a second Ghost Rider film. Like good for him. Just looking through this guy's vengeance. Yeah. <laughs> this guy's history like is tragic. Yeah. No, but there's all these gems in there. The rock. Did oh, someone yeah. say the rock yet? No, no, no. but it was on the, the top of the list. Oh, you there. know what I do love though? A little bit ironically, but also not. Voice of the hipster, I'm allowed to do that kind of thing. Uh National Treasure. Oh yeah. No, yeah, National that, Treasure was that very was good. In the back entertaining of my mind for as sure. hell. Yeah. Yeah. Was, no, was there, there was never, there was a second one. And that was good too. I've yet to ever meet someone that didn't like it. 
National some, Treasure. I yeah, can see that. Some people are like, eh, whatever. But I've never met anyone that's like, no, that movie sucks. No, no. It Look at... Man. That's like... Oh. This is a list of like... Do you know that Nick Cage lost a bidding war on a Tyrannosaurus Rex skull to Leonardo DiCaprio? <laughs> Think about is, is that a real? Is that a real thing? Yeah, that's you, a fact. Google it. Another thing you'll Google probably it. find out on this podcast is that we don't plan on being a hundred percent correct about almost anything. Oh yeah, we're just talking. So if you disagree with us, fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Same rules apply. Like at your day job, if you have one. If you don't, don't listen to our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't like it, yeah. <laughs> um, was he in a fireman movie? Is that? Let I feel us. like Nick Cage was in a fireman movie. There's fire on the cover of Con Air. Yeah, we could know, keep talking of? about Nick Cage, but really, we should be moving on to this podcast idol and all around best actor of all time greatest actor of all time greatest i think we're all in agreement all on let's say that 3 2 1 vin, vin, vin diesel, diesel. <laughs> wow yeah so if if you didn't know this that's okay um we live in a world that punishes people for not knowing things and that's just stupid you got to learn things so if you didn't know this vin diesel is the greatest actor that's ever lived and probably that ever will live Obviously, Bruce Willis is a very, very close second. Because they both look, they look kind of similar. Because they're both bald and yeah. tough as hell. Yeah. 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 Vin is Diesel is just really Vin? a young Bruce Vin. Willis. V-I-N. Yeah. Uh, as in Vincent. Vincent Diesel. Uh, everything he's ever been in is an 11 out of 10, including the <laughs> pacifier. The pacifier was awesome. Uh, I can't say I've ever seen the pacifier. I saw it in theaters. No oh, joke. wow. Triple X has oh, yeah. totally gone downhill since... Yeah, the sequel was a little... Oh, sorry, what? Uh, the only Triple X I've seen is, like... The original? The, the original. The original. Oh, there was an ice State of the one. Union wasn't that great. Oh, okay. It was, oh. like, it was all right. But Who was in that? That was... Wasn't that Vin Diesel as well? Oh, was Am it? Am I getting it wrong? Was he in um, another one? Triple X wasn't 2002... The sequel State will of the be Union. I thought Return it was called. of Xander Cage. No, that's the... Lo- Maybe he wasn't in the second 2017? one. 2017? There was a second one. Yeah, no, no. Yeah, it's the re- the Return of Xander Cage. But there was a second one in between there. Hmm. Yeah, it was with uh, oh. Ice Cube. And he wasn't in it? I guess not. No, there was no Vin Diesel. Oh. It's Weird. just like when Fast and Furious tried to go Vin diesel list. That was stupid. Well, yeah, then I guess it doesn't dumb. count as a real triple X movie if Vin Diesel wasn't in That's it. That's valid. Yeah, I'm going to, I just like, um, Tokyo Drift doesn't count as a real. <laughs> oh, oh, you wow. just nailed Truck, me. Truck stuff is going to have something to say about that. <laughs> you know, I mean, they can't hear you shrugging, Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> My silence should say it all. Yeah, they, they can't hear you stomping your feet. <laughs> he's having a silent protest. Yeah, he's, he's, he's having deeply a hissy hurt. fit. <laughs> well, why, don't you, why don't you tell us a little bit about Tokyo Drift, just so just so the people at home can... Well, hear. I got a thing with that movie. Um, oh, it's thing. great. <laughs> <That's funny. laughs> no, and... And there's I okay so I work for uh, a truck company that is built in Texas and then there's this good old Texas boy 
gets kicked out of school and goes drifts cars in Tokyo. It's pretty fun. I, I like it too. I think if you don't like it, you're a dick. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think it's great. They go to Japan. There's a bunch of racism towards him because he's white and from Texas. Yeah. He deals with it. What's that word? Gaijin? Yeah. Yeah. And he, his, his little his little kid buddy. That has little this, bow wow? His little bow wow yeah, buddy. Yeah, little bow wow. Um, it's got some totally just disgusting, dumb little cars that he rocks around in. Yeah, what? The, the green Incredible Hulk car. <laughs> yeah, that was terrible. I didn't like that. It, it was a good part of the movie. It was like, whoa, what the heck is that? It's like, for that appeal, it's great. Look, that gave way to some really cool video games. I'll give you that, Aaron. Mm -hmm. I also think it's really weird that the only guy who came out of that movie to be in all the other Fast and Furious franchises was basically a side character. Yeah, Han. Yeah, old Han Solo. Old Han Solo. I mean, we sometimes joke that, like... He's that is Japanese culture in a movie, and, like, according to us, and, it, like, whatever. But, I mean, for me, I was like... What in the shit is drifting before that movie? Yeah. Like, I'm sure that did actually a lot for, like, drifting. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I mean, when one of the greatest movie franchises ever to exist in the history of mankind makes a movie about your sport, that's awesome for you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? What like, time are we at here, Aaron? That'd, just, that'd just be like if Star Wars made a, made a feature on, like, you know, remember that thing that was like a paddle with a ball and a string attached to it, and you had to hit the ball. I think it's called a paddle ball. Paddle so ball. A paddle ball. <laughs> yeah, the paddle yeah. with the ball. Yeah, like if Star Wars had a whole episode on paddle balling, you like, know, maybe that would really catch on. So, well, like, so Obi- drinking Obi Wan and uh, Darth Vader have a paddle ball fight instead of a, a paddle ball off. Yeah, paddle. Yeah, ball I don't off. think that's a paddle ball exactly off. translated because I don't exactly have any urges to drink milk out of alien tits. Uh, I'm gonna take that back. Actually, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I do. Yeah, that was that was really disturbing. That was really weird. That was, was really weird. Was that he he was just that milks tits that or thing. was that a dick thing? No, <laughs> that, was a dick. that was those were like udders, man. Udders. It was weird though. Bird it was weird. Super and the weird. weird look on his face while he was doing it. He was like, it was like angrily. Up. He was yeah. like angrily drinking this and then milk as he wipes it off his face with mm. his with his sleeve of his thing, just like ugh, it's dripping down his face and. So yeah, it really was, gets into it. Yeah, I was definitely disturbed by that. Look, we got a bit like we got like ten minutes to go. But what did you guys think of uh, the last Jedi? In, last Jedi in comparison to when did that that came out in December? It was shitty. Yeah, you didn't like it. No, the only good no. part of it was that awesome Japanese style scene where the where the one where the chick flew the thing through the, the ship through the other ship at, at light speed or whatever. Japanese scene it felt it felt like something from an anime it felt awesome I oh loved it. Okay. yeah i could yeah, see yeah, that like yeah, when, yeah. when the samurai pulls a sword it's like shing and it goes into slow-mo and yeah yeah like it was super cool scene the rest of it was garbage it was a bunch of liberal horse shit freeing horses and feminism blatantly just everywhere like the men can do no good like all the male characters were shitty in it it, it was awful yeah, it was, it was a, and it was a bad movie. Well, and, and then you, you you take you take the hero from the original trilogy, and you just turn him into a big pile of shit. Yeah, Schlepp like, just wants like to go Luke away. Like Luke Skywalker and was this piece of shit. Yeah, angrily drinking alien titty juice. Like like it was like dumb. Yeah, I felt like at the end of it, 
we were supposed to realize that there's money is bad. Uh, anyone who makes money is a war profiteer. Uh, all I mean, am- is that true though? Because they animals. actually were animal. They were war profiteers. Yeah, I mean, they're, it's just kind of like they're wealthy, and the it's only like that way classic, to get this like, wealthy is to be a war profiteer. That classic like oil trope. Like, I don't, know. I don't know. I just, I just like. Look, I'm not the most liberal person or the most conservative person. I'm somewhere in the middle. But that was full on. I felt like I was getting bashed over the head with the liberal hammer. And and it it's the and the movie didn't you only notice that kind of stuff when a movie sucks. Like if that was a good movie, I wouldn't have noticed. But it felt like a bunch of Disney executives sat in a boardroom and they s- said, "Kate, throw your ideals on the table." Okay. Space Casino, that's a good idea. Free the Horses, that's a good idea. Um, <laughs> we're going to do shitty Battle of Hoth redo. Yeah. like, and that's I, I'm not saying the Battle yeah. of Hoth is shitty. And, and, uh, the Battle and of that, Hoth yeah. is my favorite war after World War II. And to try, <laughs> and, and to try and make it different, Legitimize it a they literally yeah. have some guy put his finger down, lick his finger, and say, Oh, salt. <laughs> Okay, like, we didn't need to know what the fuck you were standing on. Like, <clears throat> we already know this is like Hoth. It doesn't matter if it's snow or salt. Yeah, it has space cat things, crystal cat dogs, whatever they are. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I just, I just felt like the whole thing, they threw all these ideas in a hat, then they threw it on the table, and they said, okay, make all this fit together and make sure there is an extreme amount of liberalism and that make sure, like... Uh, you know what? I'm a hundred percent for strong male or female leads. Like I, I love a good strong female lead. I like what they're doing with Ray. I like the female characters. I just didn't like that. It, there was no positive male in the whole movie. They were all losers. Like, yeah. And and they trashed them for no reason. Like the last time we saw Luke Skywalker, he just saved the whole galaxy, defeated the Emperor. Saved his father's soul. Like, as far as we know, he's a great guy. We have no reason for him to be a piece of shit. Um, we have a really great relationship with uh, Poe. Like, we think he's funny. We think pe- we like him. He's kind of like a, kind of like Han Solo 2.0 mixed with Luke Skywalker's piloting abilities. And we just throw him under the bus for no reason. Like, why didn't they just tell him what the plan was? I know, I know. I didn't like that leader chick. Yeah, yeah. Like, why do you? Why too. does this have to be a secret? And you come out looking like you're such a great hero. Like, just tell everyone what the plan is. You're gonna die at the end of it. Every it's it's war and it's soldiers. Everyone can accept it. Yeah, it was just like, I don't know. It's just creating. I don't know. Like a good story, like follows itself. It flows. This is almost like it has to create moments. It's I, yeah, like I felt based it. off of people being stupid, which is not like that's not a standard. It doesn't make sense to us because that's not a normal human thing. It's not like I'm just going to out of the blue withhold information from you without any reasoning and call you a fuckhead like like. Because yeah. that literally wouldn't make any sense. Like it's contrived. If we're con- all together problems. in something, I'm gonna need to tell you the plan. It's not like well, the anti- there's classic, and then the same thing on the casino scene. It's like well, I mean, 
like, why would you ever withhold this information? Like, when a story has to has to withhold information from key characters who would, I mean, the rebellion should have died if that's the kind of management that's happening. Yeah, like, like why like, wouldn't you? The whole rebellion is on one spaceship. Yeah, why? And two people. Every single leave person on the plane should know option. what the plan was. On yeah, the plane and, and two or on the ship. Sorry, and Snakes two people. On a plane. Two guys want to leave to, or two people want to leave to go and look for another option. Let them go. One, Absolutely. One guy who is looked to by a lot of people. Obviously, he was looked at to as a leader because he's the best pilot in the rebellion, and half the people sided with him. Yeah. When he when he had the mutiny, so why wouldn't she get him on? Um, I don't know. I just thought it was stupid, but. I'm kind of wondering why or how much of the original um, storylines are they going off of? I think they're making it up. Just 100% making it up? I don't think they're following, like, because, like, George Lucas had scripts or written notes. written a bunch of stuff. He he had notes for yeah, the next Yeah, he had said three. it was completely different, though, didn't he? Yeah, I think they're completely going a different route. Yeah. I'm pretty sure George Lucas didn't write A New Hope and then... Empire Strikes Back, and then Return of the Jedi, and then A New Hope again, <laughs> because that's <laughs> yeah, that's, that's that's what it was. Yeah. That's the what, trajectory. What, what, what was what was Episode Seven called? What was it called? Oh, the uh, Force, Force, Awakens. Force Awakens. The Force Awakens. Yeah. The Force Awakens. It but was I, just A New Hope. I thought I thought The Force Awakens gave us. See, <clears> this, throat> is, throat> this is what I what also confused me. The Force Awakens gave us a feeling that Rey's heritage mattered. That, oh yeah! That she had some kind of Jedi lineage, and uh, that she was force sensitive because of that. So there was like a backstory there, something that we could learn, and and it would be interesting. And in the Force Awakens, we got to learn that Poe is an awesome pilot. He's hilarious, and we really like him. And we got to learn that Finn is kind of a coward, but he's also brave at the end of the day. And yeah. uh, all He's of those, figuring it out. All, and we also got reintroduced to Luke Skywalker, and saw hoped for a lot of potential there. And uh, the whatever the new Jedi, Death of the Jedi, or whatever it's called, they it just undid all of that. Like it made Finn ran away and came back. Like no character development. Same guy. Poe is a shittier guy. Like, no, we're supposed to not like him, but it's contrived, so we still like him, and we're confused by the movie. Uh, Mark Hamill sucks. Like, we hate yeah. Luke Skywalker now. And, uh, yeah, I just felt... And and now, apparently, Ray was just nothing. Like, she has no lineage that matters at all. So I don't, I don't really understand why they did that or what the goal was, but I feel like this guy really... The guy who directed it... Well, and he got canned, didn't he? No. No, is he on for the next one? Are you talking about the guy who made The Last Jedi? Yeah. Yeah. No, he's actually... <clears throat> I don't know if it's changed, but he's actually making his own trilogy after this. Oh, my gosh. I mean, yeah, who knows what'll happen, but... who wa- Like, who's watching that movie and saying that it's awesome, that they want to hire him to do three movies? Yeah, I don't know. What do you mean... Like, he's hired on to do his own trilogy. Own like trilogy of what? Like a, his own trilogy after episode nine, where the Skywalker name isn't involved at all. 
Oh, they're I just th- using Jedi. Which I think and- at this point it's probably a probably a smart move. But if he's the one helming it, I mean, there's not a ton of confidence. I don't think for most people at this stage. Well, one of the for me, one of the major things that I, you know, we're not really the goal here isn't to complain about film. It's actually to lift film up that gets complained about. But I'm just going to go ahead and do it anyways. Is um, <laughs> that when a movie or a TV show or any piece of film shows me one thing but tells me another, I do not like that. When I feel like a show or a movie is trying to make me not like someone or be against someone and I'm not buying it. I mean, that's the whole reason why nobody liked Anakin Skywalker. The whole time we're told that he's best friends with Obi-Wan Kenobi and all we see is him being a whiny little bitch. Like, we it, we don't agree with what we're being told because what we see is different than it. Yeah. And um, I think, you know, being told that these characters... Like, when that that chick accuses Finn of being in a, a like in a uh, abandoning ship or whatever, like he's going to find Ray. Like, how am I supposed to feel like he's a bad guy for that? Yeah, true. I'm, I'm not supposed to feel that way. It doesn't make any sense to me to feel bad for like to feel like he's a bad guy for trying to go and find his like best friend and girl that he probably wants to be in love with. And not even that, like, who do you, like, at that stage, Leia's, like, done her whole Mary Poppins thing, float back into the ship, which I actually liked. That was pretty awesome. I'm surprised they kept that, all things considering. But, like, who, after Leia goes down, you're like, who is probably the most likely to, like, be able to save the day or, you know, do crazy shit and be awesome? It's like probably Ray or Anakin, or not, sorry, not Anakin, Luke. You're like, those are the two figures that we need to immediately find. You know what I mean? Yeah, because Han's dead. Yeah, not outrun a ship for 45 minutes and then, and not tell anyone anything. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, I don't know. It just doesn't, I don't like it when movies force plots by, like, being stupid, basically. When I kind of, okay, I never thought of this until right now, but why didn't they think of that earlier? Why didn't they just say, everyone get on this ship and get away, and I'm going to turn this thing around, and I'm going to fly it at light speed into their fleet, Yeah, and we'll save this whole movie. Like, the time that the Eagles should have flown Frodo to Mount Doom. All right, this is oh, this is discussed in the book, but whatever. <laughs> you know. All right, guys, this has been our first podcast. We're <laughs> yeah. so thankful that for uh, all you who joined us. My name's Noah. I'm 90s Josh. <laughs> it's just like that Noah doesn't have any kind of name. It's just, No Name Noah. It's just Noah. No Name Noah. I'm uh, Hipster Elliot. Truck Stop Aaron. Thanks for joining us. Have a great night. Or day, or whatever. Fuck off. <laughs> Don't tell people to fuck off. <laughs> yeah. What is it? Dark time? Dark time. Dartanian. <laughs>